today on Alive and Active. Mike, in 2 Samuel chapter 4, verse 4, it says, Jonathan, Saul's son, had a son who was lame in his feet. He was five years old when the news about Saul and Jonathan came from Jezreel. Buckle your seatbelt and join us for a lesson you won't want to miss. Coach Brown, how are you doing today? Doing great, Mike. Man, love those sounds, brother. Absolutely, love Coach. Those sounds, coach, man. Coach, I am thoroughly <laughs> excited about today's show. Uh, the topic is just really, really uh, something near and dear to me. Talk to us a little bit well, about it. You inspired me on this one, Mike. You and I were talking about some of your travels and so forth, and uh, you ended up uh, running into a, a gentleman and. Uh, and based on that story, Mike, that we're going to share with the audience today, I, I felt like a great title would be Everybody Loves Raymond. Awesome. <laughs> awesome, Coach. I mean, have you ever seen that show before on TV? You Everybody know, Loves I, Raymond? I, I, I've watched it here and there, and, and I know the kind of the premise of the show and everything, but it, 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 people love that show. It, it's got a catchy name. You know, I, I, don't, I don't really watch it much, Mike, but I'll tell you, every time I see like a commercial for it, I just it just warms my heart, man. That guy Raymond must be a cool dude, man. But I love the I love the the title. Everybody loves Raymond. It's awesome, Coach. And and, <laughs> and the Raymond in our story is gonna is gonna touch your heart. So I, I can't wait to get into it to explain kind of how I met Raymond and and just all everything around that and the lessons hmm. uh, from the Bible around that, Coach. But uh, Coach, go ahead and tell us what we got for today. Well, today everybody loves Raymond, but you know what? Let me tell you something, man, Mike. Uh, I'm just putting this out there right now, and now it's changed for us, man. Yeah, we don't represent any political party. We don't represent any, uh, you know, university or business, any racial group, any special interest group. We just represent the Lord Jesus Christ. You know what, man? In this building that we're in. Everybody loves Jesus. <laughs> Amen, Coach. Amen. Everybody loves Jesus. Amen. Amen. And uh, we love being here. I love doing it with you. Love having Peach in the in the uh, in the in the room, and just uh, really excited to get into this day. Coach, what scripture can we tell our our listeners to look into here? Well, Mike, you know, for me, I I, I think this is this could cover a lot of ground, but um, you know, I kept thinking about um, Mike in Second Samuel. Chapter 4, verse 4, it says, Jonathan, Saul's son, had a son who was lame in his feet. He was five years old when the news about Saul and Jonathan came from Jezreel, and his nurse took him up and fled. And it happened as she made haste to flee that he fell and became lame, and his name was Mephibosheth. Mm. Mephibosheth. Say that as fast as you can three times, Mike. <laughs> oh, I know that'll be a problem. Ooh, what a name! But but you know what? Um, it it, it the, the the word um, it's it's a uh, it's a Middle Eastern word, and you know what? This this young man was a recipient of the love of King David. You know that's what I love about it, Mike. Mm. D- David had a heart. We we talk about his heart. He, he was a man after God's heart. Very compassionate. You know, sometimes a lot of leaders today, Mike, don't have a lot of compassion for people. Mm. They don't have soft hearts. We think leaders can't have soft hearts, but that's simply not true. And we're going to see that Jonathan, remember David's best friend? Yes. Who was Saul's Yes, yes. You would think, Mike, that David, after all he went through, 
Yeah. After all the stuff that he went through where he was being shackled by Saul, <clears throat> the, 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 uh, Saul was trying to murder him. And you know what? He should take it out on Jonathan. He should take it on that family. Have nothing to do with him. A lot of our friends, Mike, would say, if anybody treats you like that, have nothing to do not only with that person, but nothing to do with any of their family, nothing. You leave them bye-bye. Yeah. You ghost them, Mike. But you know what? David wasn't like that. He loved Jonathan, and he paid tribute to Saul. He did. And Jonathan's son, Mephibosheth, during the commotion of Jonathan losing his life and Saul being chased and losing his life, Mike, young Mephibosheth, was being carried by a nurse, okay? He was just a little boy. He's five years old, and he fell. And Mike, he was crippled for the, uh, for the rest of his life. Coach, uh, I tell you what, this is this is really going to be fun to get into this, and and we just kind of tell you how we got here. And 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 before you get started, Mike and David had compassion on Mephibosheth for the rest of that that lad's life. Yes, as he grew into a man, he he had a a, a compassion for him. He put his arms around that that young man, even through a misunderstanding later on that will that we'll read about. But Mike, yeah, I can't wait for our audience to hear about your story, Raymond. Well, Coach, I tell you what, about nine days ago, um, I got the privilege to go down and see my eldest son, Jake, down in Austin, Texas. So I went over to the airport and uh, 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 parked my car and then took a shuttle over to the airport. Mm -hmm. And as I parked my car and got onto this uh, shuttle bus, there was a man in there. And he, I, I had my bags and put them in there and sat there. And it was just me because it was a late flight out on a Thursday night. Mm-hmm. And this man just, just said to me, he said, hey, are you going anywhere nice you know, right now? And um, uh, I, I said, uh, yeah, you know, I'm really excited. I'm going down to, uh, to, to Austin, Texas to see my son. Mm-hmm. And he just, he just was so excited for me. And I thought, this, this is a unique guy. And so we started talking. And uh, he just was taking an interest in me. And, and then I began to notice his, his hands were, you know, his right hand in particular was, was um, you know, kind of shriveled up a little bit there. Uh-huh. And then, he, and then he, we started talking, and then it turns out that he is a polio survivor. Wow. And his name is Raymond. Hmm. And, and he, just, he just was an awesome guy, really fun to talk to. And you can imagine we were maybe a mile and a half from the airport. And he was dropping me off at my particular airline's gate. And, and, it, and we just had, you know, we started talking and, and he played baseball and, and everybody told him to quit, but he stuck with it. And then he told a story about how there was an umpire. And, and um, uh, I would say that this man today is in his 60s. And there was an umpire that was always a, a, a really disciplinarian type guy. But later he shared that that guy admitted to him that he was a polio survivor as well. Huh. So just a, just a lot happening in a short period of time. But, but Coach, uh, you know, you, you saw this man. And, 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 you know, we talk about that fragrance, the aroma of Christ. Mm. And it just, just, just drew me to him. And I thought, this guy's a really neat guy. And then so I brought up our Bible study that we do on right. a weekly basis. Right. And, then, and then and he said, hey, I want to be a part of it. You can join it virtually on Friday mornings where you're teaching. And he knew about you. And so we exchanged, you know, I got his email. Mm. And, and, and it, it just, it, you know, it's just really a neat exchange. Well, then when I came back the following Monday, he was the guy driving the bus. And, 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 wow. and, 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 and you know, it just – people were watching him and, and just the joy that he had. And then he would shift the gear with his other hand. 
Mm. You know, and, and, and but he was joy, he was more joyful than anything. And, huh. and it just it rubs off on you, coach. And why? Why is that when you see something like that? Do, do we just I mean, it was just it was just instantaneous. This guy is awesome. I want to be around him. He wasn't complaining about his scenario. I mean, you always talk about be, don't be the piece of paper. Your circumstances don't be a piece of paper shriveled up. Be the ball, mm. you know, bounce back. Don't let your circumstance dictate your your attitude type thing. What's under the hood? And he had all those qualities, coach. And it was just it was a brief exchange, but it was a powerful exchange. And I know other people on the shuttle, in particular when I came back, they saw it as well. Yeah. Wow. Well, a lot goes into my mind, man, when, yeah. I, when I hear that. Because first of all, you say polio survivor, I think. You know, man, you know, when I was a kid, Mike, Yeah. you know, a, a lot of our parents and where I grew up, um, it it everybody was concerned about kids getting polio. Yeah. Yeah, and I never knew anybody that that had it. Well, I had we had one 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 boy in our school. Okay, okay. But Mike, um, he he was not he, for some reason he didn't have any uh, anything where his arm curled up or anything like that. This yeah, guy was, yeah, yeah. He was a great athlete. This yeah. guy was. But when I think about Raymond here that you met, I think not only do I think of Raymond, I think how God has been sovereign with you. You're one of those guys, if there was ever going to be a magnet to someone who meets an intriguing man and, and is able to get under the hood with a man, it's Mike Bless. Let me tell you, folks, somehow, some way, you're always, God always seems to guide you in directions like this. So, you know, we see the life of Jesus doing the same thing. Think about uh, Bartimaeus yes, and other Bartimaeus. people. I mean, yeah, yeah. Man, Jesus was always running into people. And you had to know it, God's sovereignty was l- leading him to that for not only those perp- those people who were f- um, affected wonderfully by Jesus, but also, Mike, for the rest of us. Yeah. How we men today should be looking out at this world and seeing the hurts that people are going through like you did. Well, and Coach, and you know, you, you bring up a great point. I mean, now you know we're we're post COVID. We're traveling again. My job is picked up where I'm traveling all around, and you're starting to see things. And it's and it's actually it's awesome to just see everybody and look at who's out there. And it's encouraging. And don't miss that. Look around and see. I know that those those ladies that were on that uh, that that shuttle bus saw him and saw his joy. And I just know that that fragrance was rubbing off. I, I, they said something. I didn't quite hear what they said, but they could see it. And, 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 when you, and, you know, it's interesting. What a witness that is. Because, you know, I'm at the top of the list for, you know, feeling sorry for myself and then being a grumbler or, you know, this or that or the other. I know you've done that. Oh, I, I, man. I don't know that Peach has done that, our producer, but maybe he has. But, but you know, you think about that. And, you, and Are we missing life's lessons? If I go to a Cracker Barrel... Uh, you know, or, a, you know, um, uh, if I go to a restaurant, uh, is that something that, uh, you know, wh- what's happening all around me? The Lord's plan is playing out. People are all around us. And it, it's like watching a movie. Don't miss a really good show, Coach. You know, Mike, uh, you, again, you bring up some interesting points. Grumbling. Man, do we grumble. Man, does Ron Brown grumble. Uh, and, uh, and you know what, Mike? I'm pretty good. I'm a, I'm a good ventriloquist when it comes to grumbling. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's good. You can look at me and say, "Oh, he's pretty cool, and he's he's handling this thing pretty good." But I'm mumbling under my breath, and my lips aren't moving. Yeah. But I'm mumbling, bro. I like that. You know what I mean? Ventriloquist. I'm a ventriloquist that's man. good. I'm a fake. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's fake news. Yes, yes. Well, listen, man. Um, 
Yeah, I know. A lot of us are like that. But I think about this, though, Mike. I think sometimes there's a healthy, and I'm not going to call it a healthy grumble. Yeah. I'm going to call it a healthy cry. Okay. I wanted to read this uh, to you because I think it pertains. I'm going back to the book of Mark, the gospel of Mark, uh, chapter 10. Starting with verse 46. So we're in Mark 10, verse 46. For those of you that are following Scripture, if you can get to Mark 10, verse 46. Yeah, Jesus and his disciples are are heading out to, to Jericho. It says, Now they came to Jericho, and as Jesus went out of Jericho with his disciples and a great multitude, a man named Blind Bartimaeus. Well, his name is Bartimaeus, but he's blind. Mm. Uh, the son of Timaeus, sat by the road begging. Mike, he wasn't grumbling. He was begging. You know, people back then, you know, Mike, people, and this is no offense to people today who are, let's say, blind. Yeah. But, you know, they, they seem to have some uh, assistance. You know, I, oftentimes when I see a blind person, there's a, a dog with them or they have a walking stick. And, yeah. You know, and there are people kind of guiding them and so forth. I think back in this day. When Jesus was walking the earth here, Mike, I don't think people were very kind to the blind people. I mean, I don't think there was much compassion at all. I think they were on their own. I don't think they got anything without having to beg for it. And people just weren't going to be volunteering to help them. And we're going to see that the people around uh, Bartimaeus are like that, including those doggone disciples who walked with Jesus, the Ron Browns of the world. The Mike Blisses of the world, thinking like we got something special, and let's not have to stoop too low here to help some blind beggar on the side of the road who's going to interrupt Jesus on the bigger and better things than him, right? Isn't that kind of the attitude we take sometimes? So anyhow, he says, and when he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth, when Bartimaeus heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth, he began to cry out and said, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. Then the man Uh, excuse me, the many, warned him to be quiet. In other words, hey, Bartimaeus, shut up, man. Leave Jesus alone, man. He's on to bigger and better things. I love the next line, though, Mike. It says, but he, Bartimaeus, cried out all the more. Even louder, Mike. Yeah. Son of David, have mercy on me. (laughs) And then the next thing that happens, Mike, it blows me away. It is the greatest thing in the world, Mike. Yeah, yeah. And, and everybody out there needs to know that there are times in our lives when we're all Bartimaeus. Listen to what Jesus does. So Jesus stood still and commanded Bartimaeus to be called. Mike, Jesus stopped the whole yeah, world yeah. for Bartimaeus against all the advice that that these disciples and the many were saying, I, they, you know, they, they, as far as they were concerned, they marginalized Bartimaeus. You don't need you. Get out of here. You know what, Mike? We do that to people, man. If people aren't, quote, perfect, if they don't look the certain part, if they're getting too old, if they're too young, if they're too this or too that, they've got uh, issues physically or, or things that are going on inside of them, Mike. Or they have social stigma against them for this, that, or the other. Mike, we tend to marginalize them. And so uh, Jesus says, no, I want you to call that man up here. 
He stops the whole world for this man. And then they called the blind man saying to him, be of good cheer, rise. He's calling for you. Hmm. Yeah. And throwing aside his garment, he rose and came to Jesus. Mike, I love it. He threw aside the garment. <laughs> hey, man, let's go. I'm all in. And he goes to Jesus. And Jesus answered him. And he, and, and he says to him, what do you want me to do for you? And the blind man said to him, Rab and I, that I may receive my sight. I want to see. Then Jesus said to him, go your way. Your faith has made you well. And immediately he received his sight and followed Jesus on the road. Wow. No, Mike, I, I know he got physical healing, yeah. but it wasn't just the physical healing and being able to see. It was the fact that the God of the universe stopped everything for this man. And this man, just just even when we read, even when we read in in verse forty seven, Jesus, Son of David, have mercy on me. Just by him saying, Son of David, Jesus knew that this man, regardless of his, uh, you know, you know, uh, challenges, physical challenges, he got it. He called it by addressing him as Son of David. Mm. He, he's getting it, and, and, and so, so, so I mean, Jesus instantaneously knew this guy gets it. Have mercy on him because he was going to the right source. That's right. Where he needed, it, and he wasn't going to let anything stop him. That's right. Is that not a picture of of what we should want to do? Do we let anything get in the way from 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 going to the right source? So think about this, Mike. You you said you said that Raymond yes was joyful, full of joy yes. in the midst of all the stuff. Yeah. So in other words, he doesn't let all this stuff get in the way of his joy in Jesus. Yes. And, and and he's a reminder for us when we start letting, you know, sometimes coach, I'll get irritated if I got a yellow light. I'm like, I'm, mm. I'm, I'm behind. I got to get there. Wow. How dare I get a yellow light or uh, of course not don't want a red light. You know, in other words, by watching that for me, Okay, I'm not saying this would happen to everybody else, but I, I believe it, it very well could. That that just watching his joy and then not getting caught in the minutia, the details, the weeds was just it. I was blessed by it. Wow, Mike, I, that that hits me, man. Because because I often let stuff, yeah, traffic lights, yeah, people, yeah, circumstances. I let that stuff intercept my joy in Jesus Christ. It intercepts it, Mike. It, Mike, it comes in and just, it, and all of a sudden I get entangled in the affairs of this life. Coach, there's a grocery store. You're running, you're running home from work, and there's 32 uh, checkout lanes, and only one is open, and the line is a mile long. Do you, how do we handle that? I mean, even Peach. You just laughing. painted my worst scenario. There bro. you go. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think that happened to you last week. You know, so, so yeah. No, I mean it's crazy. Yeah, yeah. I, but 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 why do we do that, Mike? You know you, you know what? Think about it. I, I love the fact that Bartimaeus cried out, and then they told him, "Shut up! Yes, be quiet, man. Yeah, leave Jesus alone, Mike. Yeah. Mike, there's a whole lot of us Christians, yes, who are telling people like that yeah. today. Just hey, you got to get on to bigger and better things. Yeah. Get out there and get you a job. Get over there and get this thing. You you got to work for that. You know what, Mike? Hey, maybe, hey, maybe, Mike, uh, let's face it. People aren't perfect. None of us are. Yeah, maybe that guy did something down the road that may have, uh, you know, wasn't a very smart move, and now he's in harm's way, and he's got hard straights. And, and yet as Christians, aren't we to be like Jesus? Coach, Mike, there's— 
Yeah, you, you, there's just a lot right here. I mean, Coach, there's a lot right here. Because, because look, at, look at my friend Raymond, hmm. okay? And God's using Raymond, okay? And, 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 and look at Bartimaeus. Jesus stopped for him. He yelled out, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on him. He got it. Mm-hmm. And it's just that we, you always say, are you watching, watching the right ball game? Mm-hmm. Keep your eyes on the right, the, what Christ intended. There's so much going on. So today to our listeners, we say, hey, are, are you living, are you, the goal is to live circumstance free, but are we letting the little, the, the things that, 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 that our, our friends Raymond and, and, and Bartimaeus, they've, they haven't let those, those being blind or, or, or having polio and, and what goes along with it. They, they're living a joyful life. And, and, and that, that can be us. And, and, and coach, that brings us into, into a topic, you know, that, that we talk about that's, that's, that's out there right now. And coach, just, just let's, let's park it here for a little bit. Cause I know you had a situation this past week yeah. and, and, and coach, no matter what our circumstances are, there's never a scenario, never nothing coach, help me out here with this. There's never a scenario where, 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 where Christ can't help us in it. Hmm. Uh, a scenario. So, 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 go ahead and pull that thread a little bit. Yeah, you know, I, I was just thinking of a young man um, at uh, Liberty University. Mike, I was coaching there for a yeah. while. Turner Gill and I were, yeah, were there, and uh, you know, we recruited a young man um, from California who was a really, really good player. And that young man, this uh, just this past week, uh, uh, committed suicide. Well, he ended his life, Mike. Um, you know, and, and he had been playing in the National Football League. He was a really, really good player. Mm. Um, and, um, you know, it, it might have had something to do, I'm not sure of all the details, but uh, a, a girl that broke up with him, uh, something to that effect. I don't know all the details. But, Mike, whatever the details are, what you just said before I started with yes. this, you're right. I mean, if, if, if anything will interrupt our joy and our security and and our and our protection, and 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 our hope in Jesus Christ, my goodness, it's not worth it. No, nothing, coach. Coach, coach there's no scenario. Uh, coach Osborne used to say, "Don't get too high with the high or too low with the lows." And and and, and in our minds, we can exacerbate things. I certainly mm-hmm. have done that many many times. You know, to be better than they are, or to be if if we think they're worse than they are, we play. But our minds can jump up and down, and we can get out of whack. And it's critical. There is nothing that would ever warrant what this young man did. And, you know, and you, and you look at it, a lot of people say, oh, the NFL, that's the creme de la creme. He's got everything. Mm-hmm. But it's like, no, if, you're not, if your thinking is off, yep. and you, there's never a justification for that. And we're here to tell our listeners today, whatever it is, we're all, God is using circumstances to form us into what's our goal daily? To be conformed into the image of Christ. That's why, Mike, stacking our, the stacking of our thoughts. Okay. You know, our thoughts don't just just operate one at a time only. Yeah, they stack on each other, Mike. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mike, yeah. when I when I was a kid, man, I was playing football with my cousins. We were out in the backyard, and and then <clears throat> there was a bunch of guys, and and I, I I was running with the ball, and they tackled me. Okay, so I'm down. Yeah. But then some some guy jumped on one of my cousins jumped on my back, and then another one, and then another one. Mike, about eight guys jumped on on the pile when the play's over, hmm. and you know, Mike. My little collarbone couldn't handle it. It went, it snapped. Okay, okay. Mike, the first, the first guy that jumped on didn't break it. 
The second guy didn't break it. The third, it might have been the eighth guy, but Mike, it wasn't really even just the eighth guy. It was the accumulation of each guy. And I, if I had the capacity to throw off one of the guys every time somebody jumped on me, my shoulder would have been saved. But because the the just the stacked weight of that finally broke it, Mike, and that's what happens to people. Because we don't take care of our daily thoughts, because we're not ministering to daily needs from people, Mike, some of those things can stack and stack and stack. And before you know it, the guy breaks completely. Mm, Coach, Coach, we're specifically sharing this with all of our heart to anybody that's hearing this on any platform that you're listening to, Mm. any platform that you're hearing this on, that this is being played. Understand this, the hope is in Jesus Christ alone. Our friend Blind Bartimaeus got it. Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. Do you need to call out to him right now? Because we're here to tell you there's nothing that the Lord, if you take it to him, he can't forgive. And you can, it's not, there is never a scenario that is remotely worth what you're, you know, this player had done. Mike, I, I think you're a champion in today's culture of ministering to people who have been down and out. I, I've seen you. I've seen you for, I don't know, 20, uh, almost 20 years now, and I've, and I've watched you, and I just see how God moves you. Mike, if, if there are s- some folks out there that are listening right now who know of, either are going through this or know of people that are going through this, do you have any th- suggestions f- for those people out there right now to, to, to help? Yeah, and and basically what we want to do is we want to come around them and we want to we want to walk with them, we want to help them, we want to get them any kind of help that that you know. Use common sense. Don't overthink it. Well, I'm not a doctor. I'm not this. Get the person help. Help them. Go be there with them. Talk to them. And, and and listen to them and 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 you know there's many many resources out there coach today. Uh-huh. And 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 just you know let's use the common sense. And, and to try to help them. But again, don't overthink it. And whatever you do, don't be afraid to go at it and talk to them mm. and go sit with them and, 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 and just reach out. But here's the, here's the thing that we want to say. I was just talking at our men's Bible study coach yesterday that, yeah. that we were doing, and, yeah. and there is never a scenario where you think you're in, you're in a scenario and it's not good. Don't, it, it, you can go to Christ with it and, 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 and you can do it. You can do it. You absolutely can coach. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I know we're getting down to the uh, near the end here, Mike. Yeah, but uh, yeah. that's a great word. Um, you know, Mike, uh, when I when I hear about Raymond, <laughs> yeah, the yeah. Raymond you met, yeah, uh, yeah, man, I, I love that guy, man. Yeah, and I'd like to say that everybody loves Raymond, as, as we titled this show. But that that's part of the problem here with Blind Bartimaeus. Not everybody does love him. But the one that really counts does, Mike. Yes. Jesus, he stopped Amen. the whole world. Yeah. He stopped the whole world for blind Bartimaeus. Yeah, yeah. And, 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 and don't you just love how, regardless of your circumstances, regardless of your physical disabilities, whatever it may be, the Lord heard Bartimaeus, and he will hear you when you cry out to him, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. Mm. And getting into his word, Amen. coach, and just, it, because when you say that, it's just, it's just awesome. It's an awesome thing. Yeah. Well, Mike, I think I think that's kind of the summation of the show today, man. How many Raymonds are out there? Are there, yeah. there are probably Raymonds yeah. walking about you without you even knowing about it. And, 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 and to our listeners out there, it, it, keep your eyes open when you're traveling through the airports, when you're traveling mm-hmm. through work with work, when you're stopping at a gas station, whatever it may be. Look around and mm-hmm. see what's out there. The Lord is moving, whether you th- whether we think so or not. Uh, the Lord is moving, and he, His plan is playing out right now.
Well, Mike, uh, thanks for bringing that up, man. I hope uh, I hope you get a chance to uh, to hang out with Raymond some more. I'd sure like to meet him. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Coach. And we've invited him to the Bible study, and, and I believe that he's going to try to join us online. That'll be awesome. And 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 I and just uh, just really was blessed by him. And and the funny part about it is Raymond probably has no idea. Just I mean, it, it, when you see Christ at work, it's it's a beautiful thing, and he's just doing his thing, and it's and, it, and he's not complaining, and it's a powerful witness to all of us yeah. to not get caught up in the weeds. Yeah. Coach, I'm going to end today uh, with reading from Romans verse twelve or chapter twelve, verse two, Romans twelve two. Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind, that by testing you may discern what is the will of God. What is good and acceptable and perfect? Romans 12.2. Thank you for listening today. See you next time right here on Alive and Active.